Welcome, my flourishing friends, to episode number 56. In today's episode, I have a lovely little chat with Sarah Coniglio of Project Wonderful, and she talks with us about finding beauty, especially in our own neighborhood and our own surroundings, and the importance of this during a pandemic. And we talk about what seeing beauty can do for us as we face challenging situations. It's really lovely and inspiring. Let's dive in. I'm Christina Hunter, and you are listening to the Live Well Green Podcast, all about sustainable well-being and green living. We explore how to do what is good for the planet and for ourselves in order to truly flourish. have Sarah Coniglio. She's a social impact photographer and creator of Project Wonderful. She travels the world capturing beauty with her camera. And along the way, she works with nonprofit organizations to help them through photojournalism. And as a travel photographer, this year, she came out with something very different. She produced a book from her own hometown. And it is called There's Always Something Wonderful, Small Wonders and Big Beauty from 2020. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Christina. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. So you are a social impact and travel photographer and COVID-19 hit and your world changed quite significantly, right? It sure did. It was very interesting to just go smack into not being able to travel at all. And it was very different for me to be in one place for several months, but it allowed me to really enjoy the beauty that was all around me right here in my neighborhood, in my backyard. And I spent the time capturing that with my camera. Is that what drove you to put a book together about beauty in your own town? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest reason I wanted to create this book is because in doing this during the lockdown, a time when it was very uncertain, there was a lot of unrest, I found a lot of solace in capturing this beauty and being amongst this beauty and in nature. So I really wanted to pull together the photographs that really meant the most to me during this time and brought me the most solace so that other people could see that and perhaps feel that same feeling of beauty and solace and healing ultimately, and also potentially go out and see that beauty for themselves in their surroundings, because I believe that there is beauty everywhere. And, and I think it really played a big role in helping me during the pandemic and lockdown. And I hope that that could help other people as we continue to live during a very, very different time and unusual time. I mean, that's really amazing. 
Now, you're in Ridgewood, New Jersey, and you talked about the unrest that we're experiencing. Certainly, it has been centered in the U.S., but globally, there has been a reckoning, I think, around so many issues, certainly social injustice, racism, and inequities. And that also played a role, I think, in your book, right? And in your need for focusing on healing and beauty, right? Absolutely. I think COVID was the big undertone of the time. Mm. I think on top of that, there were all of these other things happening that just added to this feeling of unrest. I think that is the best word to describe the feeling. There were fires all over the world. So there was Mm -hmm. a lot of natural devastation. As you mentioned, there were all of these protests and awareness around social injustice. And then again, COVID, all the sadness around what was happening with that. It just was a time where I think everyone collectively all over the world was feeling this weight and this hardship and challenge of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think is the role of beauty in our solace and healing, as you say? Well, I always say you can't be angry at something beautiful. You just can't. So therefore, when you're looking at beauty, when you're aware of the beauty around you, when you're looking at a photograph that's beautiful, it's hard to be angry. It's almost like it's the opposite. It uplifts you. It puts a smile on your face, hopefully. And we all know when you put a smile on your face, you feel that physically and it's healing. The role that it plays is of ultimate healing and positivity and helping to bring people potentially out of a hard spot. Even just the beauty of fresh air, the beauty of nature in general is just physically and I think mentally healing. Was that part of your experience as well as you decided to refocus your work on the the local and the hyper-local? Was that also part of your experience in terms of feeling that calming and healing power of of being out in nature and being calm and, and spending time with it? Absolutely. I'd say, you know, whenever I go out and I travel in my past, when I was able to travel and bring my camera along and just experience hiking and and nature in general, it always played that role for me. I think when the lockdown started, I had this moment of like, okay, how am I going to get that? Like, I always get that by getting on a plane and traveling to somewhere overseas or traveling somewhere else. And I think at the end of the day, in the beginning, I started to realize I had to find that right where I was. And I realized I didn't have to travel thousands of miles to find it, that it was right here. And I think at the end of all of this and with this book, I want to illustrate that. You know, I just want to illustrate that you don't have to go thousands of miles, that it is right here if you're just open to it, if your eyes are open to it, if your heart is open to it, and that it is ultimately really healing to be amongst it. Absolutely. And so what brought you to the work in general, the 
idea that you wanted to photograph beautiful things and places, as well as work with NGOs around the world? I had my previous career was in fundraising and producing nonprofit events. And I always love to travel. So I had experienced a lot of traveling around the world. And specifically, about eight years ago, I went to Africa and had the opportunity to visit an underprivileged area in Kenya and visited a school and a nonprofit that was helping children, young children, to get an education. They were feeding them. I went in and I was able to take some photos for them for their website. I also was able to take school portraits for the children and print them up. That experience really opened my eyes to the fact that there's many nonprofits all over the world doing wonderful things, but they don't have the money to dedicate to photos and marketing materials and to get help to better their growth. And so I knew that with my experience in fundraising and my experience in photography, that I could go in and help these nonprofits. And I usually go for the grassroots nonprofits because they're the ones that don't have the budgets. They don't have the means to do the type of work that I can provide to them. So I do that pro bono. I go in and I find nonprofits and it's just been so fulfilling to me because I feel like the three things that I'm very passionate about are travel, photography, and working with nonprofits. So it's like a perfect mix, which is what Project Wonderful is, that I'm able to do this all over the world. And I will say, spoiler alert, I am looking to do this work in the U.S. in the near future, especially with where we are in the world with the pandemic. So it's just a beautiful thing for me to help these passionate people that are living out their passions do the work that they're doing and help them to grow and raise awareness around the work that is so beautiful that they're doing. You know, this is just an incredible business model that you have and so giving and so lovely. And I think it's really an incredible pivot that you did this year towards focusing on the beauty all around you, wherever you are, that you don't need to travel. And this book that came out of it is also such a gift. And so I'll just describe the cover to folks. It's got these two gorgeous cardinals and the male seems to be feeding the female as the cover photograph. And tell us a little bit about that image, if you don't mind. Oh, I'd love to. It was a magical moment. And I had been on one of my morning walks. I had just started to go every morning with my big camera out and just captured what I saw. And these two cardinals were just flying from tree to tree. They were just beautiful. They were singing and and I just crouched for about 15 minutes. I just waited for them to come together. I just had this feeling that they were going to come together, and they did perfectly in my frame. And the male was literally feeding the female. And it was just magical. And I think it just represents such 
beauty that, you know, they were together and he was taking care of her. And Mm. by the way, they are mates for life. Cardinals are mates for life. So I always find that really beautiful that Mm. they were together. And, but I think for me also, it was a moment of recognizing that if I had not been open to it, if I hadn't been aware of it, I would have missed it. And I think that often happens. You know, we we go on our lives and it's not always so still. And a lot of times we miss those small wonders that are so beautiful. And it was a magical moment and I and I got it. I had my Zoom lens and I was really excited to <laughs> actually capture that photo. So it was certainly the beginning of me doing a photo a day on Instagram and just putting that beauty that I was finding every day out into the world. Oh my gosh. And you've done more in that you've shared it with the world through this book. So I really have to thank you for that. Those cardinals make an appearance at the end of the book again. And the title of that image there is Wonderful Connection. And I think this is really what you are fostering with this book. So the book is called There's Always Something Wonderful, Small Wonders and Big Beauty from 2020. Sarah, tell us where can people find you and where can they buy this book? So you can find me and the book on my website, which is projectwonderfulwith2ls.com. Everything's there. Oh my goodness. We deeply appreciate you coming here to talk to us about beauty and the importance of beauty. I, I love that you talked about the solace and healing that you found in the beauty right all around you and that you also talked about it as being something that you would not have had the chance to experience had it not been for these difficult times. Right in the middle of the book, you also have a number of photos from the difficulty, the the COVID-19 issues and hardships, the protests that you also documented, and some of the other realities that we were facing. But I think it's amazing that you have that sandwiched right in the center of a book full of beauty, just reminding us that all of these other things are real and happening, but we can also take the opportunity to see beauty all around us and that can help us through it. Thank you so much. And I, you know, one of the things with the center too, I just want to mention is it is, you know, really showing what was happening at the time that there was also so much kindness. And I think kindness is so beautiful too. You know, the kindness of people putting signs on their front lawns, that's a few of the photos. And Mm. the people that did go and protest and wanted to, you know, bring peace and togetherness and connectedness during this hard time of social injustice. And so that for me also just represents that it was a lot of kindness and continues to be a lot of kindness, which I think is also beautiful in the midst of everything that is happening. Yes. Certainly some of the signs in the middle say, I hear you. I see you. I stand with you. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Nurses, we heart you and thank you and united for justice. And those types of messages are definitely needed. And it's been a real 
reckoning, I think, for the world to come to terms with the injustices and the issues that we're facing, the fires, climate change issues, the issues of social inequities, and the realities, and yet being able to focus on some beauty to help us as we move forward in progress and to make the world a better place, I think is a really wonderful (laughs) project that you have embarked on. So thank you for that. And thank you for sharing it with us. Oh, Christina, thank you so much. I feel like this has been such a beautiful opportunity. And I just love the work that you're doing. And I appreciate you highlighting this for the world so that people can see that there is beauty all around them. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sarah. What a delightful chat that was. I so enjoyed my chat with Sarah and her project Wonderful. That's spelt Wonderful, F-U-L-L. And check her out online. It's projectwonderfulfull.com. And she let me know that there are more exciting plans coming. So head on over to her website and see if you would like to support her work. In our chat today, we talked about the importance of seeing beauty and kindness and smiling. And that made me recall some research on smiling. So I dove back into it. And it turns out that when we're happy, and for instance, if we encounter an old friend or we see something beautiful or funny, and that prompts us to smile, we have all kinds of positive uh, neurotransmitters that are released in our brains. But it turns out that research has found that there's this facial feedback effect, that when your facial muscles that are used for smiling are engaged, this further releases those feel-good neurotransmitters of dopamine, endorphins, and serotonin in your brain. And enhances that feeling of happiness, and it turns into a bit of a positive feedback loop. And there are all kinds of really great health benefits from these chemicals being released in our brains. It turns out it helps us to reduce our feeling of stress. It helps our bodies to relax and reduces depression. So This is really exciting, and it doesn't even just end with us and the effects on our own bodies. If other people see us smile, it's hard for them not to also smile. So there are all kinds of really, really wonderful benefits from smiling, and the research then asked some interesting questions. And researchers said, well, if we get these benefits from just activating the muscles, is it possible to actually get those positive neurotransmitters released, even if you don't feel the happiness first? Can we still get those benefits? You know, that uh, experiment that they did, they asked participants to hold a pencil between their teeth. And sure enough, they were able to get those neurotransmitters released just from the act of smiling. Now, it's not something that's going to get you out of a serious depression, but it can help boost your mood. Just acting like you are happy and smiling can get those neurotransmitters being released. And it's a really great thing to try. So I recommend 
try to give it a shot in your own life if you need a little boost. Find something to be happy about. Think about that instance. Maybe look at a picture of something beautiful or recall an act of kindness or watch a funny video on YouTube and then allow yourself to smile. Engage those muscles and it will actually help to boost your mood. And if you want more information on the science of happiness, head on back to episode number 24 when I really get into all of the details. Well, before I leave you, I'd love to give you one last quote, and that is from the eminent Buddhist philosopher Thich Nhat Hanh, who said, Sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes Your smile can be the source of your joy. Well said. That's all for now. If you are interested in exploring these issues further, please head on over to my website. It is christinahunterflourishing.com. That's Christina with a K. There you'll find all kinds of free downloadable resources, including my Sustainable Wellbeing Starter Kit, and the Green Home Guide. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter. It comes out once a week and is full of resources and inspiration and news from the flourishing community. And if you are looking for a great way to send a gift to a friend with cancer, please check out the unexpectedgiftbox.com. Finally, if you like what you are hearing, please leave me a review wherever you get your podcasts. I can't wait to talk to you again. Until then, live well green, my flourishing friends. Bye for now. Bye.